Welcome to episode 204 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. Hello, episode 204. Uh, and today I'm going to be talking about something uh, super cool. And, and it's actually something that came up in um, Hit the Mic backstage recently. Uh, and we're going to talk about basically how you evolve your brand or rebrand or evolve your business using social media. How much of that do you share? How much of that do you keep to yourself? Uh, and we're going to talk about about just using social media to really make sure that that move is successful, that evolution is supported by your community. Before that though, heads up, next week, October 29th, we are going to have a, another Facebook ads free training. So be sure to join us at thestacyharris.com slash free training to get your name on the list for that. We're going to be talking about uh, the five things you need to make sure you are paying attention to uh, when you go to launch a Facebook ad campaign. Uh, and spoiler alert, the first three steps have nothing to do with being in Facebook. Uh, so we don't actually talk about Facebook until step four. If that confuses you and if you are going well what the heck is that about you need to make sure you are on the list for this training because those first three steps are what make the difference between facebook ads that work and facebook ads that don't uh so be sure again thestacyharris.com slash free training to get on the list for that of course as always be sure to check out hit the mic backstage at hit the mic backstage.com um I just did office hours when I'm recording this and I'm always extra amped about that community after doing office hours because it's so much fun to get in and answer questions and, and really be able to support the community in whatever way possible. So that's that. Uh, yeah, so let's jump into the show. So as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about how to use social media as you evolve and you change your brand, as you make changes to maybe your ideal clients or your offerings, or maybe you're totally rebranding or maybe you are really, you know, essentially closing one business and opening another. I've done all of these things and social media has been absolutely critical in making sure that those moves were successful. So first things first, I want to talk about, the, I think the most common thing I see and I hear and, and people ask me about this is, do I sort of like go dark on social while I'm making the change and then reemerge? Like, am I gonna, am I going to to stop using my Facebook page until I can put up my rebranded stuff. And I really advise against doing that. I really advise against going dark because here's the thing, when you go dark, you have to bring that back somehow. You have to get them rehooked. You have to get them re-engaged. And really what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for starting all over on social. And I know that if you are listening to this show, you know that that is not something you want to do. That sounds horrible. Uh, so don't go dark. Instead, let your community be a part of it. So I'm going to kind of break this down into three different changes. So I'm going to talk about them sort of in the order in which I went through them in my business. So the first thing I want to talk about is closing one business and opening another. When I closed my first business, On Demand Virtual Assistant, uh, and opened what is now the Stacey Harris, but at the time was Hit The Mic Marketing, uh, I didn't go dark. The first things I opened were the social channels for Hit The Mic Marketing. I changed my name on Facebook. I changed my name on Twitter. I 
went through and tweaked things on LinkedIn. I created a new company page on LinkedIn. Uh, I updated my information on my LinkedIn profile, but I didn't just go dark. I didn't uh, say, okay, this business is closed, peace out. Uh, instead, what I did was I evolved what I had in place already. So I changed the name and kept some of the on-demand branding. I did change like the cover photo and things like that. Um, but if you've decided you're gonna be closing one business and opening another, you should know what the business is gonna be called, what the purpose of that business is, and and you can put up some sort of placeholder branding using that new information uh, until you have all the information. If you don't know what the new business is gonna be called and, and who you're gonna serve and, and that kind of stuff, then it's not ready to bring to public consumption. Uh, so be aware of that. Um, but you don't have to have a ton of information, just kind of know the basics. Uh, and that's what I did. I evolved that on-demand brand stuff into the mic marketing. I sent an email to my list and let them know kind of that there was a, a change coming uh, and to keep up with it, to connect with me on social. I did start a new email list and I emailed my existing list and said, if you wanna be a part of this next step, then the place to be is going to be this link. And I had them opt into a new list because I didn't want to be emailing my old list about stuff that wasn't wasn't valuable to them. Uh, and then as I went through the process of building Hit The Mic Marketing, I shared things with them. As I had new branding pieces, I updated cover photos and, and I updated the graphics I was using. But I also kept putting out content to my pages. Now here's the thing, I didn't have hit the mic marketing content yet. And I had stopped writing content at ondemandvirtualassistant.com. So I was curating content. I was preparing them for the kind of content I would be writing. Um, I shifted from talking about sort of business management and virtual assistant kind of things to talking a lot about social. I was create, curating a lot of content from Social Media Examiner and Social Media Today and um, and my mentors like Amy Porterfield, uh, Marie Forleo, people who I admired in the business online marketing social media space. Uh, I was curating content from them. So use keep putting out content to your social, but it's gonna be heavier on curation instead of creation. Uh, and then I did sort of share things uh, as I had them on the new website. I shared um, posts and whatnot. I did start guest posting during this time so that I could have sort of something going on. I could have some sort of content to share. So I was guest posting. Um, that's not necessarily, necessarily something you have to do, but it is something I did. So that's kind of how I handled closing one business and opening another. Again, I transitioned the brands and then the pages I had uh, and was very transparent with this is what's happening. This is the change that's coming. These are the next steps. If you wanna be a part of it, stay with me. If you don't, I completely understand. Here's the door, so to speak. Uh, next, how I handled a rebrand. So about, honestly, like eight months later, maybe a year later, uh, I rebranded Hit The Mic Marketing to The Stacey Harris, um, which is honestly something I probably should have done from the start. It's something I really struggled with uh, from the start. I just, I wasn't mindset wise ready to say, yes, I'm gonna be a personal brand. Uh, so I had to do it again. Here's the thing though, because I had already changed my Facebook page once, I had to 
I had to be really, really careful with changing my information because I couldn't change my page name again. So I did create a new page. The Stacey Harris on Facebook, that page right now is a new page I created about two years ago now um, because I couldn't change that name again. So that's something to consider when you're gonna change your Facebook name, you can only do it once. Uh, so pay attention to that. Uh, but in reality, I kept the other page open for a long time. Uh, and started letting people know what was going on and where they could find me. And I started curating content at the new page. I was still creating content because the same website was happening. Uh, we were simply rebranding it. Uh, we had a new website being developed, um, but there was still, the URL was the same. I bought the new domain, redirected everything. Uh, and, and that's how we, we handled that part. I didn't. Uh, have any problem changing my Twitter handle. I changed the company name on my LinkedIn page. Uh, I updated the company information on my LinkedIn profile. Uh, same with Google Plus, I was able to just update the information. Um, with the rebrand though, I sort of told them that things were coming. I shared pictures of me working on the rebrand. I started creating content that fit in the new rebrand because with the rebrand, I moved from um, social media management company to social media consultant and coach. So I started sharing more information, more how-to, more instruction, and less, this is why it's important. This is why you need to be paying attention to this. This is what a social media manager can do. Uh, so that evolved until my content evolved. And also the content I curated evolved as well. The content I was curating from other sources need to, needed to be in line with less so getting people to buy in and more so this is how you do it. Um, I did still have some buying in stuff because I think in my industry, there's always a certain amount of convincing people this is a good idea. Um, but with that said, I made that shift in how I was cur cur uh, curating and creating my content. So the next step for me was really the brand piece. Again, I shared photos of my rebrand process, things that was going on. Uh, hit This podcast already existed when I did that. Uh, so I, I teased new cover images coming for the show. Um, this actually all happened right around episode 50, I think, is when we, when we announced the, the current podcast cover art. Um, that is actually still around now, 150 some episodes later. Uh, so I did, I shared teases. I shared, you know, new fonts and new colors and things like that. Uh, and then as the rebrand was done, we had sort of a launch for the rebrand and the new site and all of that stuff. But for example, the cover art for this show happened about a month before the new website was done. So I really teased it out again over time. I made the community a part of the process. I didn't sort of spring a new brand on them one day. Things happened slowly and I made them a part of it. I didn't have all my ducks in a row before I, I shared it with everybody. Uh, and I think that's why people found it so interesting. People were so engaged with it. People were so supportive of it because it didn't surprise them. Nowhere along the way were they like, oh, whoa, 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 what's happening now? It was, oh, this is really cool. I know this is happening. This is the next evolution for Stacy. How cool, how cool. And they sort of went with it. Um, I shared behind the scenes photos for my photo shoots and things like that. Um, again, because it, I was all about transparency. The next example I want to talk about is when you're changing your offerings. I did this actually really, really recently and closing down my one-on-one -on -one and sort of going all in on hit the mic backstage 
and the Rockstar Guides and Social Pro, which runs twice a year, I really made sure that I was really transparent with what was happening and why it was happening. And honestly, social media was super powerful in doing that because it was an easy way for my community to, again, have a really clear idea of what the hell was going on, what was happening, uh, why it was happening. And again, nobody was surprised. Nobody was like, wait, whoa, hey now, what are you doing? Instead, it was, this is awesome. This is the next evolution. I totally know about that. Sharing it with their friends so that they could, you know, get my last one-on-one spots uh, and things like that. So again, I was all about transparency. I shared some branded graphics saying, this is what's going on. I changed up my social media cover images for Facebook and Twitter, etc. Uh, to have coming soon images of Hit The Mic backstage. I didn't just spring Hit The Mic backstage on them one day. Same thing with any launch, Social Pro or whatever. Anytime you're introducing something new, I didn't just spring it on them. I said, hey guys, this is coming soon. Here's a list to find out more information. Uh, and what was really powerful with that, and this is something I highly recommend, and I had never done before Hit The Mic backstage, and I wish I did all the time now. Um, with, you know, I had it coming soon. And then if you want to find out more, go to thestacyharris.com slash coming soon. And I had a one page landing page. I built through lead pages that people could opt in to get on a wait list for hit the mic backstage. I then sent them an autoresponder with all of the details of what was coming soon. I totally broke down what hit the mic backstage was. And I offered them an early bird price if they wanted to buy in right then. So I had gotten them in a habit of saying yes already, and I really went with that. I ran with them saying yes and offered them. And that actually converted really well and allowed me to launch the membership with a couple of members in there already because those were the people who were already committed to my brand, already a fan of my brand, and knew whatever I put out they wanted to be a part of. And so that really allowed me a lot of leeway leeway in launching that new thing. Um, It also allowed me a place to say, hey guys, I need your support. This is closing. If you want to help somebody out, if you want to take advantage of this, if you want to let, if somebody else you know might want to take advantage of this, please share it with them. And so I had that pool of people to help me sort of ring the closing bell when it came to my traditional one-on-one offerings. Uh, so again, using social media, social media in each of these three situations was really how I kept my community on board. Really, how I made sure I didn't have to start over with anything. When I closed on demand and I opened Hit The Mic Marketing, I kept, I retained a lot of those people who had bought into the brand already, who had bought into me already, because I was really transparent with them. I told them what was going on. I didn't just say, okay, on demand's gone, and then start over. I leveraged that network and that community I had already built. With the rebrand, I didn't sort of show up as a new brand and lose all that trust all that no like trust factor I had built up over time. Instead, I took them on the journey with me. I I know for a fact I had people reach out and be like, I'm, I'm in the middle of a rebrand too. Thank you for sharing this. It sucks. I had people say, I'm scared to death to do a rebrand. Thank you for putting this out there and how you did it. Uh, so I, again, I took them on that journey with me. When I changed my offerings and my business model, that's a huge change in the business. I made them, again, a part of it so that I didn't lose people who invested their no like trust factor in me. I didn't lose people who who were like, what, I'm out, this is dumb. Instead, I had them going on the journey. I had them sharing the message and I had them as part of the evolution and social media is what made that possible. 
social media, my email list, all of that grew through each one of these changes because I didn't start over because I invited those people to come with me. And I have people who've been on my email list since on-demand virtual assistant who still buy things, who are now members of Hit The Mic Backstage. It's, it's evolved because I've always made them a part of it. So don't be afraid to make your community a part of these changes. Don't be afraid to evolve them with you. They're not gonna see you as wishy-washy. They're not gonna see you as inconsistent. What they're gonna see you as is a growing and evolving business, which is exactly what you are. So be sure to take them with you invite them along, be the leader for them. This is especially true if you're a business coach or a marketing coach or anything like that. Transparency will get you more clients than you can ever imagine. So go ahead and again, invite them along, all right? I really invite you, if you've been through any of this, to join us over and hit the mic VIP and share your story. Share why you decided to do this or why you decided to just close and reemerge because everybody has a different journey, everybody has a different story, and I would love to hear yours, okay? All right, I will see you 